final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Give to Yo. Yo drives to the oh, rim. Oh, man alive! Throws it down! Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. BYU falls on the road at Utah in overtime, 102-95. to Other action tonight in college basketball. We'll start with the top 25 scoreboard games going on right now. I find this very odd. I don't know if I've ever seen this before, by the way. You have a home game at Gonzaga that is actually tipped off before a home game in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. That, that's very odd to me that the game featuring Gonzaga and Texas Southern is almost over and the game between North Carolina and Ohio State still in the first half. However, here's where we are. Number nine, Gonzaga with an 82-46 lead over Texas Southern. 7.46 to go in that one from the Kennel. At North Carolina, number seven, the Tar Heels with a two-point deficit right now. Sixth-ranked Ohio State leads 29-27, 30 seconds to go in the first half. LMU on the road at number 20, Colorado Buffaloes with a three-point lead at 18-15. to Number 22, Washington with a five-point lead over Eastern Washington, 23-18. to Some finals for you. Number three, Maryland defeats Notre Dame, 72-51. Upset of the night, Purdue takes down number five, Virginia, and it wasn't close, 69-40 in favor of the Boilermakers. Number 21, Tennessee defeats Florida A&M, 72-43. Number 23, Villanova on top of Penn, 80 to 69 and yet to tip off about 45 minutes from right now in San Jose, California. Number 25, Utah State on the road at San Jose State. Two local teams facing each other right now, not far from our BYU radio studios, just about four miles to the west in Orem, UVU hosting Weaver State. And the one and five Wildcats right now have a six point lead over the Wolverines. It is 55 49, Weaver State with 5.57 to go in the second half. Other games featuring WCC teams that I have not mentioned to this point. Pacific at home trailing Cal State Fullerton. It is 18-16 in favor of the Titans. Seven and a half minutes to go in the first half. Nevada leading Santa Clara 43-22. Portland and Cal State Northridge all knotted up at 21 apiece with eight minutes to go in the first half. And a tip-off at 9 o'clock Mountain Time, San Francisco hosting the Cal Bears at War Memorial Gym. On the other side, we'll update you on the night in the NBA, including the Jazz and the Lakers. It took overtime, but BYU falls to Utah. The Utes get the win, 102-95. We'll have more Cougar Post Game Live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. In overtime tonight from the Huntsman Center in Salt Lake City, BYU falls to Utah 102-95. We'll get back up there coming up in just a second. It's time for the Mountain America three-point recap. For each three-pointer that BYU makes, Mountain America donates $50 to the American Red Cross. Tonight, the Cougars made 12 three-pointers for a total of $600, bringing the total donations for the season to $5,050. Our player guest is uh, is waiting with Greg Rubel, so we'll update you on the Jazz score, and then we'll wrap things up. If you're a BYU Jazz fan, it hasn't been your night so far. Jazz right now having a 
a tough time with the Los Angeles Lakers. Lakers playing really good basketball right now. In Salt Lake City, Lakers up 74-59. LeBron James with 18 points. Donovan Mitchell for the Jazz with 19. But again, 74-59, Lakers leading the Jazz in the third quarter. That's a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live after the break. Back up to the Huntsman Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Your final tonight from Salt Lake City, 102-95. Utah defeating BYU. You heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive postgame coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. A strip and the Cougars get it back. Sellius for the dunk. Zach Sellius throws it down. The Cougar Locker Room Show was brought to you by Utah Community Credit Union. Get more house. Same payment at UCCU. It's what we do. Now let's head back to the Mo Betta's courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so back courtside Huntsman Center. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you. BYU falls in overtime to Utah, 102.95. Evan Troy joining us on the Sport Court courtside interview. Evan, uh, tough one tonight for you and the boys. Uh, how you saw it tonight? Where did things kind of fall apart for the Cougs? Uh, I mean, as soon as Yo went down with his cramping and stuff like that, I think the momentum just kind of shifted. They went on a little run. We couldn't really answer. Um, at the end, Jake had a big shot, put us in a great position. They answered right back, and uh, in the end, they just had a better will to win outside well have you got some critical minutes there what is uh coach pope looking for from you in those times was it to guard uh timmy allen for the most part uh yeah just in there for defense mostly i mean uh you, you saw in the games in boise state and southern utah and stuff like that I mostly just get in just to guard somebody and we were struggling a little bit tonight so he put me in there and just trying to help the team win that's all all right, so uh, of the losses you guys have had so far this year, man, some just tear your heart out. Uh, you're to look back on these and go, wow, we could have had that one, could have had that one. This guy, I guess, kind of falls in that same category, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, they all hurt, but this one especially, it's hard to lose to your, you know, your in-state rival. You know, everybody's got hope for us after, you know, football and everything. And then, I don't know, I just feel like we let everybody down. And I, I know that we'll take care of it. Uh, we'll finish the season strong, and I can promise Cougar fans that. All right, Ev, thanks for taking a few minutes. We appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thanks. Thank right. you, guys. I'll get Evan back on the bus. That'll do it for our Sport Court courtside interview brought to you by Sport Court. Champions start here. Learn how to design yours at sportcourt.com. Postgame coverage continues after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Wrapping up the Cougar Locker Room Show by telling you that tonight's final score is Utah 102 and BYU 95 in overtime. The head coach of the Cougars, Mark Pope, is coming up right after this. Our Cougar postgame coaches show brought to you by the BYU Creamery and BYU Dining is next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Dining Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America Visa credit cards featuring triple rewards. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Back courtside Huntsman Center, Utah defeating BYU 102-95 in overtime. The head coach of the Cougars, Mark Pope, is joining us on the uh, Cougar Postgame Coaches Show, brought to you by BYU Dining and the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. 
have a scoop today. Uh, BYU falls to six and four on the night uh, on the season. Utah improves to six and two. Coach Pope, uh, some things you kind of expect uh, from a Utah team. One of them is get to the free throw line. They're known for doing it, and they did it 31 times to your 17 tonight. Yeah, uh, they did an unbelievable job um, uh, getting the line. Uh, they were really effective getting downhill on us. We we, we had a really tough time guarding. Uh, garden. We we spent too much time in isolation defense. We should never guard that way, and that was pretty frustrating. Frustrating uh, for us. I need to do a better job uh, preparing my guys uh, to do that. Um, so they did a great job. BYU ends up being whistled for 29 fouls to Utah's 17 tonight. That's a, a fairly significant disparity. Yeah, uh, but uh, you know it, it's it's. It's a credit to Utah and their staff. Uh, you know, Larry carries a big stick with these crews, and he showed it tonight. And um, and that that just is uh, sometimes that's the nature of the game. When you shoot 12 for 24 from three, you hope it results or contributes to a win. It did not happen tonight for a lot of other reasons, and I guess you would also finger uh, turnovers as, as another key culprit. We turned the ball over 20 times. It's so uncharacteristic for us. Uh, and that was really disappointing. We got a little. St- we got a little. Uh, we just got a little weird. A lot of it's my fault. We had some weird lineups on the floor the last 10 minutes, um, just trying to manage some things, and, and I need to do a better job doing that. Uh, you know, we, we, we were just um, – it was just down the stretch. There was a lot of things uh, out there that were – you know, they needed a better coach tonight. Well, the weird lineups were due in part to the fact that, that you've got T.J. fouling out and you've got Yoli cramping out. I guess it was cramps. Is that accurate to say? Uh, yeah, I'm not. We're not sure yet. Okay. I hope it was cramping up. Uh, you know, and, and Dalton missing time uh, clearly really hurt us. He fouled uh, out as down well. The stretch also, um, and so you know, it's just uh, you know sometimes in, in these games you have to be able to overcome those and those things, and we couldn't today. With all that happened, you still have a great chance to win this game. You have the ball last possession. You didn't get the shot you wanted. What are you trying to do? End of half, end of games. To to I mean. What, yeah. what, what's the plan so we, coming out we, we wanted to get the switch we wanted to get the 1-5 switch and we got it and then we were hoping to work a little bit of a uh, two-man game with Jake and AB and AB felt like he had an advantage to get downhill yeah, I think he did uh, clearly did not work it was clearly not the right call on my part but that's what we were thinking at the time uh do you think if Yoli stays in the game, you, you have enough to get to the finish line here tonight? I don't know. I, you know, I, you guys know hypotheticals don't do us, do us any good. You know, we have to we have to find a way to win these games, and, and this is a rivalry game. It's a really important game, and and uh, and and we didn't manage to win it, and that's our job. So, um, you know, we'll we'll uh, this game asks you every day how you're going to respond. That's what it does. The game asks you how you respond, and so you know this is a hard one to respond to, but that's what the game is going to ask us tomorrow and, and tonight, and, and we have to respond great. Uh, you know, our goal is to get better every day, and and um, you know we need to continue doing that, and, and uh, we have a huge game Saturday. Closing comments from the coach coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU falls to Utah 102.95 on the hill tonight in overtime, visiting with head coach Mark Pope. And, Coach, we see how much uh, T.J. Haas foul trouble puts your team in trouble. He's plus 11 tonight. 
but he only plays 26 and fouls out. Uh, uh, it was just when he leaves the floor or doesn't play well, it's just hard for you guys, it seems. Well, I mean, it's going to happen. We, we have to find answers for it, right? We need, um, you know, we need guys to contribute. We need Trevin to come in and play great and Evan to tra- play great. And I probably should have given Blaze Neal some time. I mean, we're going to have to, we're going to have to, you know, bring him along a little bit. We just, you know, we were, we, uh, we we're looking at it. We're, we're somewhere between the 20th and the 28th hardest schedule in the country right now. And the only other uh, name that anybody would recognize in the top 30 is Marquette, right? And so, um, we just haven't had, you know, and I haven't made a lot of opportunity to bring some of these walk-ons on that, that are going to have to help us in these games. But the answer is not for, you know, not for us to just fold if TJ's not in the game. The answer is not for TJ to not compete uh, defensively. Um, you know, he got a couple tough whistles tonight, but this is how he has to play. And then we have to be able to answer the bell when when he's, when he's he can only play 20, 24 minutes, right? So, um, you know, that's on us. That's on me. And, and it's something we have. One of the many, many ways where we have to grow as we move forward in the season. A couple positives, Coach. Yeah, rebound. Utah's a good rebounding team. Nice job on the boards. And, and it seemed to me, obviously, Yoli played really well, but it seemed like he fit right in the offense and it was clicking and it seemed to be a good chemistry. And with Yoli in the mix, that's got to be a good feeling going forward. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, we, we still have some things we have to figure out. There's, um, you know, he has such a huge impact in the game when he's in the game that we have to still be able to function when he's out of the game the way we have the last nine games. And I, I got to find a way to, to to allow our guys to flip that switch better. Um, and, and you know, that's an important thing. I mean, we, you know, we need to be able to put whatever five guys is, if it's if it's our five starters or three walk-ons and, 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 and two reserves, we have to have a team out there that can function. And that's my job is to be able to make guys work together and, and function the right way. And so uh, Yoli was great tonight in the minutes he played, but we have to we have to manage this game better uh, when he's, you know, off the floor also. Another quick word on UNLV uh, back here in Salt Lake City, but uh, downtown on Saturday. Yeah, UNLV is a good team. Uh, you know, we, we we're just going. You, you know, we hit it again, right? We got UNLV and then and then Nevada and then and then Utah, uh, State. Utah State. So uh, it doesn't get any easier. Um, and and it's great. That's what that's what we love to do. And, and we got to go compete again. This one is just like a, a stab to the heart, man. This is yep. this is just a brutal night. It's one of the ones that you want to forget, but we can't. We got to learn. and We got to get better, and we have to find ways to improve. And I got to get way better as a coach, and and uh, we will. Coach Pope, thank you. We'll see you back on campus. All right, guys. All right, that's Coach Mark Pope. We're back to wrap things up tonight here from the Hill. After this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Mark Durant thinking about uh, already the season still relatively young, but some amazing highs and crushing lows <laughs> through just 10 games of play for BYU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can. I think I'd like to trade a couple highs uh, elsewhere for a high here tonight. It looked like BYU's going to roll. I mean, what a start for Yoli Childs. He comes out, and this team is just dominant with him on the floor. And again, in the second half, he was scoring at will, and the cramp heard around the world brought down BYU. Credit Utah. They took advantage of that opportunity. They were attacking. They got downhill and scoring at the rim, and BYU had no answer for that. And with uh, with Yoli and TJ out, it was an uphill battle. Jake fought valiantly, but uh, got a little too one-dimensional, and you still had a chance to win at the buzzer. And 
I just didn't like that at all. I didn't, it was very disappointing last play. Uh, I thought Alex did have the matchup he wanted with the big guy, but then he bailed out on it. Should have at least tried to draw a foul and go strong. But, I mean, it's hard to criticize a guy. He's just trying to make a play. But uh, BYU's got to go away from the fadeaways in the last second shots and go right at the rim and take a lesson from Utah. We complain about not getting to the free throw line. I think it's a legitimate complaint. But when you don't force the refs to make a call, you can't complain. And you've you got to go to the rim. You've got to go hard. And uh, just didn't get just didn't get it tonight. Uh, they did a lot of things well. Shoot 50% from the three. You out-rebound Utah. You shoot a great percentage. But it was really about defensively they were, they were really, really poor. And Utah shooting 58% in that game. They were really getting after it tonight. Maybe it was because, you know, the, the referees were calling it so tight. BYU had to kind of back off a little bit. But it was just not a good defensive effort. And that's ultimately, aside from all the injuries and fouls, that's what got them is they got overpowered at the end of this game by Utah. Credit Utah. Jones is a special player. Timmy Allen's very good. Gotch was very aggressive, and they got the win. And uh, so you just kind of brush yourself off and move on to the next one. Well, it's crazy to think that uh, Utah, or rather that Yoli scored his 29th point in the game's 24th minute. It was 16.07 to play, and Yoli would not score the rest of the way. He scored his 29th point with 16-plus to go. And this is the interesting thing. It was part of an 11-2 BYU run. All 11 points were scored by Yoli Childs, and the last two he scored were the last ones he would score on the night. BYU moments later took a 60-44 to lead and had the ball. Had the Cougars scored on that possession, gone up 18 or 19, I kind of had the sense that, that Utah was teetering at that point. They were yeah, already being run were. on at that point, and it didn't happen. The Cougars gave the ball away on the ensuing possession. Back-to-back Utah buckets, and it was a ball game from that way uh, on the rest of the way. It was a really crucial juncture. The 11-0 run by Yoli that ends with him not scoring anymore, and then the 60-44 to lead that then is followed by a turnover and back-to-back Utah buckets. Then it was kind of Utah's game to get comfortable in the rest of the way. Really key junctures in a game that uh, BYU will uh, certainly look back with a great deal of angst as they fall to 6-4 and four on the season. All right, next up, it is UNLV Saturday in uh, downtown Salt Lake City at Vivint Smart Home Arena. It'll be a 12 o'clock pregame and a 1 o'clock tip for the Cougs and the Runner Rebels as BYU looks to bounce back. So we'll uh, wrap it up from here for tonight and wait for Saturday afternoon. Our crew back at BYU Radio consisting of our engineer, Barry Squires, our, our intern, Max Clark, our control board operator, Tanner Rawl, our coordinating producer, Terry South, and our host, Jason Shepard. Courtside, our statistician, BYU Basketball Media Relations Director, Kyle Chilton, our appreciation to Kyle. And, of course, my, color, my commentary colleague is Mr. Mark Durant. So for all those folks, my name is Greg Rubel. Thank you for tuning in. Saying final score is Utah 102, BYU 95 in overtime. In the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Salt Lake City.